finding principles of practice in the 21. KBU, TLC, making learning fun. Vision 2023 is our vision. Beyond the chalkboard, making tech a mission. Moodle and Kaltura working while you type. Using tech to change your world is more profound than hype. Expand the learner's mind until the future gives us power. Learn how people use that tech, I'll show you in an hour. Beyond the chalkboard, moving towards a better way to teach you learn to be. Beyond the chalkboard, moving towards a better world, the stars of the TLC. Roller Polytechnic University, teaching and learning commerce, yeah. Welcome to season three of Beyond the Chalkboard. I am your host, Dr. Gordon Cobb, and I am joined here today in our very first episode of season three by my esteemed colleagues, Leanne Waddington and Lisa Gadak, and I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. So Leanne, why don't you go ahead? Thanks, Gordon. Thanks so much for having us. Uh, so I'm Leanne Waddington, and I'm the Manager of Learning Technology and the Acting Senior Manager of Education Development in the Teaching and Learning Commons at Kwantlen Polytechnic University. Boy, that's a mouthful of titles, I think. Um, I also am a <laughs> doctoral student with Athabasca University in their uh, distance education program. So I've spent the last couple of years um, you know, learning about the issues and trends in distance education delivery and the strategies for effective delivery and the research that's going on in this arena. And um, so I feel like everything that's happened um, bringing us to this point with uh, the emergency remote pivot and then beginning to think thoughtfully about how we could support faculty to design and deliver courses online for a longer period of time is, uh, really everything that I've been working on for the last few years. So uh, it's been a very um, interesting uh, journey to see some of this come forward. Great, and Lisa? I'm Lisa Gadak and I am the Teaching and Learning with Technology Strategist in the Teaching and Learning Commons at Kwantlen Polytechnic University. I'm also uh, halfway through my master's degree at Royal Roads University in Educational Technologies, and I love the intersection of technology and pedagogy. And I am uh, Gordon Cobb. I'm the educational consultant in educational media at the Teaching and Learning Commons, and I have a PhD in arts education. Okay, so why don't we jump right in to our first question. So we are talking today predominantly about the development of the Level Up workshop series that Leanne and Lisa created for the Teaching and Learning Commons. and if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is the most popular professional development course ever offered at the Commons. Is that a fact? It sure is. Yeah, it is a fact, actually. And uh, Gordon, we've actually heard it compared to trying to get into Best Buy on Boxing Day. So I think that speaks volumes about the popularity of the course. <laughs> Yeah, we're really excited to share the story of this as we're, you know, we're really inspired by um, the engagement of faculty. Um, you know, it really is beyond what we thought would happen. We knew that people wanted some supports to be more thoughtful about their design and delivery for the upcoming semesters than they'd had the opportunity to be with the remote pivot. Um, but this level of engagement is far beyond what we thought it would be. And we're really excited about all the new relationships that uh, we're building with faculty um, to partner with the Commons. Well, I mean, it is unprecedented times in so many ways right now in, in this COVID era. So, you know, I think what you did is you literally hit, 
the the nail on the head and uh you were just in the right place at the right time and you created what what our community needed and you know it's nice to finally be popular <laughs> yeah yeah the uh, the learning technology team definitely feels like the cool kids these days <laughs> We are. Yay. Finally. Yeah. So yeah, you I'm, know, it's, it's, I'm um, curious. Sorry, Gordon. You know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think that, um, one of the things that really intrigues me about what's happening and you're right, it is unprecedented times is that, um, the literature, the research in the literature tells us that, um, if faculty don't have the opportunity to teach online, they will always, um, or they tend to always, um, see it as less effective. And um, so this whole situation with the pandemic is allowing everyone an opportunity to experience it. And it's not the solution for everything, um, but it is, it sort of has given people a, you know, a, a big push into a direction of trying something new and being innovative in an environment where no one is expecting perfection. And it makes it a little safer, I think, for people to take risks. Absolutely. Well, and, and so, you know, I'm sort of curious to know what were your goals in designing this session? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd love to say that the goal was to build a community of practice and have all these inspirational works, but that was actually just an amazing side effect of uh, what, what has occurred. Um, and so really our goal was just to create a, well, of course it was emergency time, so we needed to support faculty and we needed to support them quickly. And um, really, we had to make this very personalized. There's multi-context at Kwantlen as far as teaching and learning goes, and skill sets would be different, and um, teaching approaches are different, and understanding of pedagogy is different. So we really wanted to um, ensure that we were supporting individual faculties in meeting their learning outcomes for their courses. A um, lot of commonalities came out of it between those different uh, faculties, but uh, it really was designed to be individual and personalized to everybody's uh, individual needs. I think I would add to that as well that uh, what we really needed people to understand um, is that uh, you can't just take what you were doing in the classroom and simply move it into a digital space and have it be an effective learning experience. And so we really needed to help people yeah. to pause um, and consider what do I do in the classroom and what might I do instead to accomplish the same goal. And so I think that that was really, really important. And like Lisa said, to do that in a way that allowed us to meet individuals where they were at in terms of skills, knowledge of pedagogy, curriculum design, and time and frustration, right? So the, this whole um, situation with COVID, um, everyone's dealing with something different. And so um, being uh, allowing for people to do what they can and for that to be acceptable and good enough um, and that, that perfection isn't what we're striving for because I think faculty can be really hard on themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We, we really wanted to recognize that cognitive load that can occur. And uh, as you say, meeting people when they're overwhelmed. So even just that, uh, you know, yeah, you just describing the situation of what was happening can even just sound overwhelming in this moment. So really recognizing the fact that not only are the skills diverse, but the situations that everybody is in and diverse. And we really needed to approach it with some empathy and recognize the stress and potential cognitive load that people were under. And I think what you probably did in having all of these cohorts of Level Up is you brought a lot of people who were probably feeling very intimidated on their own 
together so that they could express those feelings and meet other people from their community at KPU and start to try to learn a common language and try to get onto the same page. You know, because even just uh, taking a course with a cohort of people in a time of stress like this makes you feel a little bit more secure because you know you're going through it with other people and you you might make a few new friends that you can contact when you're working on something or having an issue it just um it, it just it, it creates a, a more of a sense of community and family in a time when we're all feeling incredibly isolated you know one of the things lisa did that was really really cool for this and and the participants really liked it was we asked them uh, in advance of the series of workshops to to give us one word about how they were feeling in that moment and uh, lisa can probably tell you what some of those words were and we did the same activity after the five workshops um, and Lisa made word clouds out of them and uh, maybe we can share a couple of those with you Gordon for um, for sharing in this webisode because um, it's pretty um, yeah. impactful to see the words at the beginning um, and to see the words at the end and it might be maybe Lisa could combine you know all the sessions we've run so far and make you a pre and post um, that could be included here because I think that that would be um, pretty powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd, I'd be thrilled to do that. It is absolutely incredible to look at the shift that occurs um, in every cohort. It hasn't just been in a singular cohort that we've seen that occur. Um, and also to recognize that it's okay if your word doesn't change. Um, I've really emphasized in the sessions that you may in, in one moment feel overwhelmed, um, you know, and the next you might feel really jazzed about it. Um, and it's okay, like just to give yourself that empathy and to know that, um, you know, it's natural to have all of these things happening and for you to feel um, different ways at different times. But I'd love to share the clouds and show you um, some of the perspective shifts that did occur during Level Up. Be on the chalk. Be on the chalkboard. Do you need to connect with someone in the teaching and learning commons? Maybe you want to check out upcoming workshops or register for events and programs. Are you on the search for the multi-dimensional fresh desk or seeking out the internationally renowned Friday morning coffee blog site? Then look no further and go to kpu.ca forward slash TL Commons and you'll be interwebbed directly to the KPU Teaching and Learning website, your one-stop shop for all of your teaching and learning needs. That's kpu.ca forward slash TL Commons. Again, that's kpu.ca forward slash TL Commons. Be on the chalk. Be on the chalkboard. So, considering that you guys are both experts in this field already, and um, there there were so many things that you could have developed into the curriculum for Level Up, how were you able to actually narrow it down and determine what the core areas for the content of Level Up were going to be? Well, I think our expertise, as you said, is as students in technology and distance education, along with the fact that both of us have uh, experienced teaching online, helped us to uh, inform, be informed of, of the common challenges and misconceptions. So, you know, we essentially designed using a backwards design process. So what kind of outcomes did we want to have 
as a result of this professional development. Um, and then really thinking through the list of modules and why. So we started off with recognizing that people needed to see this as different than the classroom, not a replacement for, um, and that they wouldn't be able to do things in exactly the same way. So the first module um, was focused around uh, how online learning is different, this new way of being, right? Um, and so in that in that context, we talked about um, technology and building community and how do you do that in a digital space? And we talked about um, technology tools and when should you use them and when should you not? And then in the second module, we moved to this idea that they have to start with the end in mind. So constructive alignment, the second module was the building blocks for online learning. And so that was really getting people to pause and think about design. And we introduced topics such as the community of inquiry framework. Um, we talked about humanizing curriculum. How do you bring back, as you said earlier, the heart of teaching into this digital space? Um, and so recognizing that some folks have a lot of knowledge about uh, instructional design principles and others don't, we needed to provide a re really wide variety of resources in that module um, to meet people where they were at. So then the, the third thing that we know people say is, um, where does the time go? Do I fill my three-hour block or my two two-hour blocks or what, what do I do to, to create a learning environment in a digital space. So the third module was called Where Does All the Time Go? And so we talked about learning activities and we talked about students uh, being in a little bit more control, that faculty become um, the guides on the side and the students get to have more autonomy about how they spend their time. So inquiry-based learning activities and discussion-based learning and what, what kinds of things do you do to, to fill the time? And then the fourth uh, thing that we hear a lot from folks is, how do I know my students are even learning anything? Uh, how do I know they're doing the work? Um, and so how do I know they are learning was the fourth module. Um, and so that one was really about assessments and rethinking this idea that um, our traditional modes of exams and papers and presentations are the only way for us to assess student achievement of learning outcomes. So we spent quite a bit of time in that module talking about authentic assessments um, and multiple modes of expression and allowing students some choice in how they demonstrate their achievement of learning outcomes. And then the last module was this piece about facilitation because if in module one we talked about how this environment is different and content is everywhere, then in module five we needed to close that loop back up and talk about what it means to become a coach and a facilitator on the side because the students really should be owning their own learning journey. Um, and then we populated a, an additional section with resources and things that we thought would benefit faculty uh, as they continue to learn and grow in this area because obviously the expectation isn't that uh, people are going to change everything. Probably they're going to pick a couple of strategies and do a few new things and each semester add to that repertoire. Yeah. And then Lisa, I'll let you uh, yeah. talk about some of the other pieces. 
Yeah, and, and really the site layout that houses the modules, Leanne speaking of, um, was vitally crucial to structure that um, and model best practices of how you would design the actual course itself. So it was really important for us to do that. The Teaching and Learning Commons uh, created a template that faculty can use at KPU in their Moodle sites, and it uh, has placeholders so that you can actually recreate uh, using your own content and resources and uh, pieces that you would like to apply in that course uh, very easily. Um, and it's, it's really well designed. So we actually did use that layout um, to model these best, best practices. And some of the things that we did as well is we included overviews. Um, we had meta uh, outcomes of learning outcomes. So each module, they were broken down into bite-sized pieces. Uh, we provided summaries at the end of every module so that people um, were able to reconnect and ensure that they were um, focusing on the content for that particular module. Providing overview videos and incorporating principles of universal design for learning by providing captioning and transcripts with our videos uh, was really important to us. Um, some of the other pieces that Leanne's already mentioned was making sure that we incorporated seminal approaches and theories uh, such as constructive alignment and backwards design uh, for people that weren't familiar with those. So we really did put a lot of thought into how that uh, site was designed and both the asynchronous and synchronous um, experiences that we provided during the course. Yeah, and I think we really wanted to role model for faculty how you could create engagement in a 60 to 90 minute synchronous session because that's the guidance that the Commons has been giving is to keep those synchronous pieces short. And so we wanted to help them see how quickly that time goes and what you could do in that time with a group of learners. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we did provide activities and assessments in those sections as well, more for reflective pieces. It wasn't a prescribed piece of the course. It was definitely designed like a choose your own adventure um, in that sense. But uh, having those reflective pieces, I think, were, were probably the most powerful uh, learning for people, aside from the opportunities for them to connect uh, with one another. That sounds like such an amazing experience for the two of you to create something so personal, but also so incredibly pragmatic. Uh, I guess what I want to ask you next, are, what are some of the insights that the two of you have taken away from this whole experience of creating Level Up? <laughs> well, uh, we, we certainly figured out that we work very well under pressure. You know, as they say, if you want something done, ask a busy person. Uh, the comments in the learning <laughs> technology team have been busier than ever um, and yet we still managed yeah. to, to put this thing together so um, we're pretty proud of that um, and I think you know we observed collaborations and openness to learning that uh, were really as I said earlier very inspiring um, faculty were more willing than ever to um, share their ideas their rubrics uh, with us others in their departments to put together you know, team efforts on course design, uh, but also to share them with folks in other faculties. And so that was really, really exciting to see. Um, I think the other thing I would say is that not everything was perfect, right? Innovation requires risk. And I, I know I said that to faculty in a number of sessions. Yeah. Um, you yeah. got to try something and it's okay to be transparent with students and with each other and say, I'm going to give this a try. And if it doesn't work, I'll pull the plug and we'll do something else. And yeah. I think that there's some freedom yeah. in that. 
yeah, you got to let yourself off the hook. You got to let yourself off the hook. You can't, you can't be expected to be um, perfect all the time. And I know because I, I teach technology. So I teach music technology at KPU. And, you know, usually once a class, like once in every class, something will go wrong because we're always using different kinds of technology. And I just, I, I say to the students, I'm like, you know, things are going to go wrong. And what we're going to do is sometimes I won't have the answers. So we'll, we'll figure it out together. And students really like that. And a lot of times, like a student, one of the students in the class already knows what's going on. And so just by allowing myself to be a little bit vulnerable in front of my students and show them that I'm not the gatekeeper of all things perfection, um, it, it actually creates more of a sense of connectivity between me and my students. So I think that's such a, a such an important point to make. Yeah. They love to see us as yeah. human beings. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it really is. Yeah. There's powerful learning and muddling through. So as you yeah. say, Gordon, it does provide opportunities for you to be collaborative and to um, be authentic with your students. And so there's some great pieces there. But I like to say the word fail is first attempt in learning, right? And and really, um, muddling through does help us to learn from those experiences. And so it's totally fine for people to um, go through those moments and, and the wheels fall off the bus and, and to get back on that bus and keep going. And, uh, you know, tech is like that. So muddling through is okay so definitely um, that's something that I would say was a big takeaway Um, the other big thing that uh, Leanne said was about taking risk taking and um, I think that uh, we've really discovered that our role in the commons can help support people in taking those risks and to be really curious and to be brave um, and to just go for it and know they're never alone and they've always got our support yeah for sure are you having a hard time shifting to online learning are you experiencing moodle mayhem or coucher a craziness then you need to check out the kpu teaching and learning commons keep teaching website the keep teaching website has been developed to support kpu instructors who need to plan and facilitate teaching and learning activities in a remote setting The comprehensive and dynamic website provides quick tips, strategies, and tools for moving teaching and learning resources like lectures and readings and learning practices such as activities and assessments to an online delivery system that is destined to make students and faculty alike engaged, inspired, and empowered. If you're not sure what to do, keep teaching. If you don't know where to begin, Keep teaching. If you need inspiration and ideas, keep teaching. That's right. Keep teaching. That's www.kpu.ca forward slash teaching dash and dash learning forward slash keep dash teaching. That's www.kpu.ca forward slash teaching dash and dash learning forward slash keep dash teaching. Keep teaching. So, if you could, is there anything that you would do differently? 
Yeah, interesting question, Gordon. Um, I think given time, we certainly would have done things uh, even more strategically and been able to um, design things more thoughtfully because, of course, time was not our friend during that time. Um, and in the course itself, uh, offering it in a condensed format um, sometimes could be perhaps a bit overwhelming for faculty. We had, we did have somebody refer to it as drinking from a fire hose um, because there is an awful lot to learn in this course. Um, so aside from that, uh, really, if we had the luxury of, of all the time in the world, that would uh, definitely be something that we would be able to change. Yeah, I think running it as a compressed course, uh, the first running uh, at faculty request was five modules in five days. Um, and so I think we all can recognize that the depth of learning then is not what it could be. Um, and later on, we had the opportunity to run five modules over five weeks. And I think that was a very different experience for those faculty. Um, Additionally, um, it might have been good if we had the option not to have mixed um, different technology skill levels. Um, so we had some expert technology folks out there who really wanted to, to dig into the design piece and really knew how to use all the tools. Um, but we also had some folks yeah. who were, you know, just learning to use computers. And um, so trying to meet the needs of, of a group that that is that diverse, I think was a, a little bit challenging. Um, and so maybe having some prerequisites to support them to be able to really dig into the design part would have been useful if we were delivering this ongoing in the future. And, and I suspect we will uh, continue to deliver this course, um, reframing it a little bit along the way as times shift and people's needs shift. So we'll, be, we'll definitely be taking some of those things into consideration. So then what are your hopes for the future of a Level Up Workshop series? Well, um, you know, we want to continue um, to model engagement and um, to support interest in online learning and to support the relationships that we've been building with faculty. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we want to be responsive to, to what people's needs are, but I think that there will always be um, a desire for a basics um, course um, to introduce people to the idea of blended or online learning and level up could certainly be reshaped to meet that need. Um, and, and I suspect mm. that people who have done sort of that initial change will want more. They'll want to try new things and they'll need support with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that we've fostered some incredible connections during this time uh, with over 200 faculty that otherwise we may not have had the opportunity to meet. And so to continue to offer, you know, one on one consultations and drop in hours and uh, other ways to connect to the commons is going to be really awesome moving forward. Um, the other awesome piece is that these uh, over 200 participants have now become part of the Level Up alumni. And so we do have um, a site where they continue to access all of the content resources and each other's expertise, which is really, really cool. Um, Leanne mentioned, um, you know, iterative uh, pieces of Level Up and, and having this evolve over time. And we certainly would love to be able to present the next level for folks that are ready to, to take it to the next level. Um, also, we additionally did recognize the fact that some faculty do have um, a variety of skill sets. So we've, we've offered, um, we've also created some courses uh, like Muddling Through Moodle, which we're going to offer in the fall to help meet people where they're at. That's a great idea. And I think even at some point we could um, move towards like an H5P interactive design, you know, segment for 
the next level. Level up the next level. And I also think that you might want to get badges made, like little um, embroidered badges for level up alumni so that they can put it on their on their carry cases and it'll be sort of like, you know, the silent nod when you walk by somebody in the hallway and you see that they, they've got the badge too. I, I, think, like, we'll go level I think we'll go digital probably on the badges. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I love a good old iron-on patch for the back of your jeans. You know? Were you a Boy Scout? <laughs> I was. I was and a Cub Scout. And did I collect badges? Yes, I did. Did I wear a sash? Yes, I did. Oh, I bet it looked fabulous, Gordon. <laughs> It did look fabulous. It still <laughs> yeah. does. I still have it. So do you guys have any um, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience before we end mm-hmm. this first inaugural webcast of Beyond the, the Chalkboard Season 3? Uh, yeah, you know, I think nobody chose this journey. Um, no student and no faculty said this is the semester I'm going to try online delivery. And um, (laughs) (laughs) they've done it under very, very stressful circumstances. Um, And despite that, it's afforded us a very special opportunity. It's afforded us a chance to take risks, to, as you said, be humble in front of our students and make mistakes. Um, It's... um, afforded people an initial experience learning online that they can reflect on and grow from. Um, And uh, for us in the Commons, it's afforded us new relationships, new partnerships. Uh, For faculty, I think it's afforded them new collaborations in their own departments and across departments and faculties. So as stressful and overwhelming as this has been for us as designers, for them as participants, for students, um, I think that there are many silver linings um, as a result of what we've done together at KPU over these last five months. It's so interesting Mm -hmm. because I know that... um, after Level Up um, occurred, uh, you know, a few times and, and then we started to uh, run big blue button sessions and capture capture sessions and all these other things that, that faculty needed. One of the one of the big desires from faculties was to be able to create together. And I remember when the email went out stating that you could now um, work on a on a Moodle course to get you could design things in Kaltura and put them into a common space. And what's so beautiful about that is it means that a huge department like the business department, you could have multiple faculty members coming together to develop a first year course and everybody takes a piece of it and as a faculty you create the ultimate introductory course for your program where you have a plethora of instructors and points of view how exciting would that be for a new student coming to KPU taking uh, you know business um, 1101 or whatever the course is and you have media that's been created by all of the instructors that you're going to work with over your four-year degree, you know, and and even if if we, you know, when when COVID ends, which it will soon, I, I have absolute faith in that. Uh, the the legacy, the legacy of Level Up is going to be all of this really well-designed media that is going to live in all of our curricula throughout the university. So I think um, I think that's something that we we haven't we haven't realized yet but but we will oh i think the world's gonna yeah, look huge much opportunities different. for collaboration 
Uh, Leanne, go ahead. I said, I think the world is going to look a lot different at KPU on the other side of this. I don't imagine that everyone will go back to exactly what they did before. I think we will have learned and grown yeah. together um, and things will be yeah. different. Yeah. And Lisa, what were you saying? Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. I was yeah. basically saying the same thing as uh, Leanne, that it was going to change. Um, of course The whole landscape is changing. <laughs> the whole landscape is changing. Um, it is. But I, I, I can give some advice of things that I, I wanted to share uh, with faculty. And um, some of those pieces are to remember that the tech isn't the strategy, right? To use the technology to support the pedagogy is really, really important to approach it that way uh, and not the other way around. Yeah. Um, and also to recognize that, and Leanne said this earlier, that you can't take your traditional course and just plunk it online. Um, that's definitely not the way to approach it. Uh, really to keep in mind that community building piece and your own presence and how you once did that in a face-to-face -face environment might be very different um, and take some more effort and strategy in an online space uh, and really focusing on your learning outcomes and what your learners actually need and uh, not trying to maybe do the whole ball of wax and uh, maybe in an online or in a face-to-face -face setting you might have done five activities and in that online space it might only be one that you need yeah, um, so that you're not sure. you know overloading people yeah Leanne any any final advice you know, um, I think it all comes down to just, you know, having that growth mindset. Um, we, we grow and learn and change by making mistakes usually. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Yeah. And so, uh, whatever, whatever people designed for fall, some of it will work and some of it won't. And some will get carry forward to their next semester and they'll try some other new things. And that I hope that people hang on to this, um, uh, willingness to take some risks um, and to shift the way we deliver education to meet the needs of our students. Yeah, and I think what I often say to um, members of my community who I'm teaching technology to is, is I always just say, um, remember to love yourself and remember to be patient and kind be kind to yourself because you're inevitably inevitably going to get uh blocked stuck you're you're going to be frustrated there's going to be moments where you're trying to troubleshoot and you don't know how to fix the problem that's occurring and it's a process so working with technology is like learning an instrument you, I, I taught piano for 20 years. I, I couldn't teach somebody piano in five sessions. It's not possible. No. So you and can we can't teach, teach them to the deliver online in five sessions either. Exactly. No. So, you know, I, I could show you five sessions of piano, but it would probably take you a year to master those skills. And um, so sometimes it's, it's just a matter of giving people permission to, to just go slow and to remember to love yourself um, mm -hmm. because you know Gordon. so many of us yeah are you say are you just saying that they need a little TLC <laughs> I think maybe they just need a little TLC yes and I think I might be putting a link to our music video at the end of this session <laughs> but uh, yeah you know and I think these are all great words great words and I, I hope I hope everybody who's taken level up feels like they were part of of a movement because what we have done in the last six months is 
shifted our collective knowledge and understanding forward by a decade easily. Yeah. So, you know, there it is. Yeah, COVID and strikes, you know what? Almost a third of the up. faculty, by the end of August, almost a third of the faculty at KPU will have uh, taken the Level Up course. And that doesn't make them experts in online design and delivery. It gives them the basics. It gives them, you know, a place to start. Um, and we'll continue to offer more um, professional development opportunities to help grow that that knowledge for those who want to continue on this path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, I think that's a perfect place to to end. So I want to thank you both for being my first guests on season three of Beyond the Chalkboard. And I wish you the best of luck with the next iteration of Level Up. And uh, I hope that someday I get to actually see you guys in person because, man, I sure miss you both. Me too. We need to do a lunch uh, date. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Take care. Thanks, Gordon. And uh, thank you again. All right. Okay, thanks. And stop. Define the principles of practice in the 21. KBU, TLC, make it learning fun. Vision 2023 is our vision. Is our vision. Chuck making tech a mission. Moodle and Kaltura working while you type. Using tech to change your world is more profound than hype. Expand the learner's mind.